Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. Um, Paddy's back. How are you, Paddy? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Neil, I, I, I'm, ju- I'm just about to brighten up your uh, your Tuesday evening. Have, Did have, I a, see- read, have a read of this message. I, was, I knew that was coming. I just saw it come in. Caden, how are you doing? Caden is a gentleman, a brilliant uh, young man that we met when we were over at the, at the Forest game. Delighted to see you tuned in, Caden. Say hello to your dad for us as well. Um, and I, and Caden, I saw it. He cheated in that game of snooker. He cheated in that game of snooker, okay? <laughs> Good to see you in watching, watching us live, Caden. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Paddy, it's good to have you back as well from your uh, your sejour from podcasting. Nothing really much happened. We got linked to a ton of players. Paul Torres okay. officially, but we always knew that was going to happen. And really uh, happened. I spoke to you every day while I was lying on the beach, sipping funny beer and funny yeah. cocktails and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was nice, nice to get a break. Had a break when we were quiet. So uh, yeah. other it's than other than Paul Torres coming in, which we knew was going to happen anyway, it was just a question of him getting back off his honeymoon. But uh, yeah, it's good to be back and. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm buzzing for the weekend that you know we've, we've, uh, we've got the the obligatory waltz all friendly out of the way and and blooded a few players in there and let them let them have their go. I'm not, I'm not going to go back over that in any detail because there's very little to to outline other than we came out of it unscathed, no no injuries to report, and some young lions managed to get some minutes under their belt at that level. Um, not that you can tell much against Walsall, no. a team that was playing four trialists as well. So, uh, 
we won't read too much into it, but it all ramps up from here as we go into three Premier League fixtures, albeit no no team will be at full tilt, and then an Italian and Spanish opposition to get us prepared for the uh, the upcoming playoff, which uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about in two weeks' time when the draw's made. Definitely. Do you know what, Paddy? Let's start this off, because we're going to talk about Moussa Diaby. I see, I see a lot of people saying here that Moussa Diaby's gone to Nasser. Show, <laughs> show me a reputable source. Show me a reputable source, and uh, and then we'll then uh, I will be convinced. Uh, but before we do that, before we talk about the Abbey, um, I said that we would pick a draw for a winner of a Pau Torres short yesterday. I was called away on. I I usually work from this very office. Would you believe? Um, yes, with all my villa paraphernalia behind me, I do uh, go. I do go on video <laughs> conferences and stuff like that because I rock this no matter what. But uh, I was called away from work for work yesterday, so I had to travel um, yesterday, and and I just didn't get around to doing um, a draw for the winner. So I am going to do for the draw for the winner right now, and um, let me just share up my screen so we can have no. Um... Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, let me share my screen. Well, I it will it will now because I've uh, I pressed pick a winner by mistake. Um, here we go. Let's pick up and drum roll, please, Paddy. The winner of our shirt is I want a chair. Is Mister Spencer SMB one one two? There is your Twitter account, Spencer. Get in contact with us. We'd be delighted to send you a Potara's shirt and start off your week. Well. Yeah, well, the week is only the start of the week and start that off. So well done, uh, Spencer. There is the, just for anybody who's wondering, there is the winner picked via the random pick generator. So um, congratulations, Spencer. Uh, Pau Torres jersey on its way to you. DM us and we will get that to you ASAP. So that's first little bit of good news, a bit of business Excellent. done, Paddy. Uh, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm guessing you picked Pau Torres because he just picked the letters P-A-U and it's a nice and cheap one to get done. <laughs> I'm only yeah, joking. Well, I, know, I know you did it because he was only I did after it because two. he signed. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I did it. And if the Abbey signs, we'll have a the Abbey shirt up for up for grabs as well for anybody um, who wants it. Mine do with every signing because I think that we could be a bit busier than, than a lot of other people think. And uh, yeah, they say the money making venture of this podcast. Believe me. So <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So we'll do it for we'll do it for any of the big there's signings. There's a lot of. Anyway, uh, sure. There's a lot of speculation in the chat there about the Abbey. So I, w- I will give my uh, so-called experts uh, opinion that was given to me today. Yeah. And the latest news from him is, and he's usually fairly good and on the, on the money. He doesn't come into the comments or anything like that. But apparently we have agreed the price with Leverkusen and it is now up to the player to decide what he wants to do. If he wants to go and get the money bags, I think that tells a lot about where he wants his career to go. If he wants to play in Europe and worry about his international future, that tells a lot about him too. So what will be will be. If if he wants to come, he wants to come. And I would imagine that there is a lot of other suitors if he doesn't come. And I just admire the fact that our club doesn't come out and, and uh, actively say that they're they're going to sign some player because I, I just think the shit that's been done at the moment and the tapping up of players, blatant tapping up of players, whatever way you want to call it, by other teams. So not 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 our players, thankfully, so far. But uh, some of the stuff that's going on at the moment is very questionable. But that's what I've been told today. The, gre- the fee has been agreed. I would imagine 
that whatever Saudi club it is, it's the, the Saudi club that currently have a transfer ban. Al Nasser, is it? Is there, Al Nasser, Ronaldo's club. Okay. Ronaldo's club. Yeah, Ronaldo, who I've muted on Twitter because yeah, you put me in bad form. Paddy send, sends me screenshots of, of Cristiano Ronaldo tweets this morning, and I've Cristiano and Ronaldo. So I've got four. I've got four things muted on Twitter. Four things. The only four things I have: Piers Morgan, Cristiano Ronaldo, Sunes. They're the four things I've got muted on Twitter. And if you can guess what all four of those things have in common, yeah, you don't win a prize. But uh, I just <laughs> muted them because I'm sick of seeing posts about those four people, about those mm -hmm. three people. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo probably is two people in himself. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, so you sent me on that stuff about him talking about uh, that he was he was like the left nut off God's bollocks, like, you know, the way he was talking about himself, that he was the best thing ever in the whole entire world. And my God, he's like... Ah, give me a break! Give me a break. Well, when I did when I went into mute Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo and CR seven, this is the only other thing I had muted was Love Island. So <laughs> I had that muted for a while, and then I realized, <laughs> then I realized it never shows up my timeline, so no one ever, was, no one was talking about it. <laughs> so I'm so happy not to be seeing, uh, not to be seeing uh, Ronaldo showing up today. Not that I was online too too much today, but. That that is the case. If if, if that works, I love that fu function on Twitter that you can actually mute these things. So I might be muting a few more in the future. Yeah, it's look as I say, um, Paddy. Like like going back to Diaby. Let's talk about it for a moment because uh, like we're we're not itk hashtag no. itk. No, another thing that we should probably mute on Twitter. Well, I like to hashtag ITK. I think someone called me an ITK in the chat there. <laughs> the, the Paddy ITK. There you go. There's guys. Uh, I didn't even see that when you mentioned it. Um, and I'm certainly not. I'm certainly not claiming to be ITK. And I did preface it by saying that this guy is usually on the money. The guy who's giving me the information, and I don't. I don't think it's any. I, I don't think it's any big secret that we would have met what we're looking for in order to have a conversation. So. Uh, I don't think that's any any ITK or, or or him speaking out of torn that that is the case. But um, I I imagine as well he has another option on the table from Leverkusen to increase his wages and keep him there. So yeah. I'm will tell. But I certainly yeah, won't be losing any sleep anyway. That's for sure. Yeah, and and like like as we said before, there's more than one way to skin a cat when, we, when you're talking about wingers. But obviously, you know what you want to get in. Mark, good to see you, ITB. Um, but you know, when you want to get a winger in there, it is it is important, I suppose, that we we don't stray too far from you know what the, what our mm. main options are. Like that Anasser thing, the person who said he's agreed to deal with Anasser is I, I did see it on, on online. Yeah, he's got three hundred odd thousand fans. He literally only reports on Saudi Saudi football. Like I I, I don't know how true it is. I I, I genuinely don't. Um, I would probably go so far as to say that like. I'm not even sure I fully believe what L'Equipe are putting out and the player is French. So I don't know, like it's 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 a it's a wicked web that's that's being weaved with this mm. one. And I think with a lot of a lot of transfers, uh Saudi clubs are trying to get get uh, across the line. Um they're yeah, we'll we let this one pan out. I think like the reputable places are saying he wants to choose Aston Villa, he wants to come to Aston Villa. I can't imagine playing in the Saudi Pro League is going to get him in, get him into Didier Deschamps' um, mind. I suppose I wouldn't imagine so. No. I just can't imagine it. I, maybe it will in two or three years' time. But this is a like this is a gamble for players at the moment. You know, you go over there and 
it's it's like like Cristiano Ronaldo and thanks Paddy because I had to go down the fucking rabbit hole looking at stuff that he said talking about it's better than the MLS and all this kind of crack. He was clearly just shooting shots across Messi's bow. That's all he was doing because he's a petty, petty, petulant fuck. Is what he is. To be honest with you, he really is. He's a petty so, man. Some people, he's some not. Some people have used those words about me. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, I hadn't even gotten onto Ronaldo yet. Um, <laughs> but no, he's. Like he's just, and sorry, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit amped up about, about, about him in general. Just like he just annoys me so much. Like the man has a platform that he could do so much more with, other than just come out and tell everybody that the, that his, his toast never falls butter side down. Like you know, he's just, it's, it's so childish. That's what it is. He's a childish yeah. man. And um, well, look, we, anyway, we go back, go back to when you told me that he was going to Saudi Arabia, and my exact words to you were, "It's not fucking far enough away." And I was right. Still listening <laughs> yeah. to the bullshit. I'm I'm glad that I was there on that day in Villa Park when we saw his absolute demise of a player that can play in a decent league. And I include the MLS in that too, which is a great league and a great league to watch football and a great place to watch football. Saudi Arabia certainly isn't. The man is full of shit. And Mark so, is a good Mark makes a good point here. You know, this is Saudi's moment. Like um, and it could be the start of their moment, their decade, their hundred years in the sun, who knows? Excuse the pun. Um, but or or it could be the start of what, it could be start of what they're doing with the Chinese Super League as well. So you just it, it, it's, it's a brand new league as far as I'm concerned. The MLS is established. Every other, every other good league in Europe is established, and I wouldn't even put it in the hateny place. And what you say is true. If the Abbey goes there, good luck to him trying to get into the French team. Yeah, and I and I think that I think that is 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 a point of consideration. And look, if he goes there, like we're not here. I'm not. Uh, you'll know me. I'm, there's very few players that I sit here and I go, it's him or no one. It's him or no one. The last player I did that with, I think it was Benton Coeur for, uh, for when it went, and went to Spurs. I was like, man, I, we, we, we could have really got Benton Coeur and Riddick Coeur. I thought it was perfect for us that, at that point in time. I really did. And, uh, uh, you, you, like, it's very, very seldom that I, I would, it, I, you know, as I, as I say, my motto is always there's more than one way to win a football match, you know, whether it be tactically, whether it be, you know, whether it be the players that we bring into bring into the team. It's mm. just when we talk, we're talking about this specific player because it's now. And and another thing, Paddy, these things always tend to happen six o'clock. Like, you know, news breaks at certain times during the day because it elicits the most conversation is the most eyes on it as well. Look for that stuff, too. You know, yeah. Um, okay. we, we'll see how this plans out. As it pans out, as I say, he might end up going to Saudi. He may very well end up going to Saudi, but Villa will bring in a winger and we will be happy, I would imagine, with with with, uh, with yeah. who comes in that door. Um, and remember, remember, we're only being talked about alleged interest in this in this player. There's no there's no no any one person from the club claiming that this is done so or claiming that we are we're totally invested in this so he could be one of many that we're looking at to, to, to fill that void that he sees within the team so um and let's have a special mention to someone who really impressed me at the weekend is Jaden Philogene as I believe, think he wants yes. to be called now yeah. who had who who looked very very sharp um very very committed and uh obviously is going to be in and around the team 
and uh, Unai Emery has, has obviously got a bit of faith in him to to play him and have him part of the squad. I know he did play the likes of Omari Kellyman and a few others who won't be in and around the first team. Um, we were still short our internationals at the weekend. We're still short Leon Bailey. So th- there's there's lots of ways of looking at this, but uh, I, I'm I'm glad for Philogene to 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 get a. a a run at the weekend. I hope he brings him to America. I hope we get to see what he's what he's capable over there, um, and put him up against Premier League opposition. Because there's absolutely no way we're going to go out against Newcastle and show our hand for what's coming at the start of the season. So with having them as the first match of the season, I would imagine that the weekend will be the time that we will see uh, a number of young players come in and let them try and prove themselves. Oh, sorry, I clicked on that one by mistake. I was trying to click on this. Matt Hanlon's in the house. Matt, thank you very much. Pint for podcasters. I was just pouring myself a can there. I've had a long day of traveling today. And this is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I've made this one. I've, I've earned this one, should I say. Um, Flyby, since I'm working, but wanted to throw money at you to say thanks in advance. Matt, thank you so much. Um, Cheers, Matt. I really, really appreciate that, man. Really do. Um, Paddy, since we're talking there about... Mary Kelly, man, all those guys there as well. Look, um, and we, there was a reason we didn't do a post match against Walsall. Like, if we if we'd won five or six nil, or we had we'd scored a lot of goals and we could have seen things proper, you know, proper potential, I suppose it would have been worth doing maybe a um, a, a post match on. The game was pretty tedious at times, you know. Yeah, and um, goal we conceded was brutal, absolutely brutal. Um, Matt, the stri- striker stood stood in front of the goalkeeper, and he did what all strikers do: take th- take three steps back because that ball comes in. Ball just landed at his feet, and he tapped it in. And you're like looking at it, going, "Oh my god, why wasn't there somebody with him?" Like it was a goal you concede in your first preseason game when exactly. you've got a centre half pair in the partnership that never played. Well, sorry, I won't say never played together before, but uh, you know, a centre half yeah. partnership that are very, very um, inexperienced with each other. So uh, Every, everything about it was a bit disjointed. I read absolutely nothing into it. It's the it's the one preseason friendly of the year, which is is vital for a club like Walsall, a great club like Walsall. It does an awful lot towards their funding for the season, and uh, it's 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 great that we help them out in a way that we we rent the stadium off them for for our women's team to play, yes. and plus plus we give them the gate on that first match of the season, which really helps fund them for the season ahead. So it's great to look after a good good fine local club like like Walsall going into the new season, and that's that's what that fixture is all about. It's about blowing off the cobwebs. It's about fellas getting a half an hour, sixty minutes under their belt. And we had a lot of young lads in there at the weekend, so very little to very little to read into. I think when it comes to Sunday night, when you're full of uh, the joys of spring after the All Ireland final, it might be a, a different match. To talk about. <laughs> like sometimes, like it's funny. Yeah, I I'm more confident of Musa Diaby signing for Aston Villa than I am in American at the weekend, and that's for Irish fans. And Irish fans are probably just gone. <laughs> they've gone. Oh, will he ever shut up? They've won it like four in the last three years, you know, <laughs> or three in the last four years. For God's sake, I don't know. You know, but um, I I am. I'd you know, always be nervous for that, but it's going to be an interesting team sheet tantrum. Put it that way. Um, I think either way for the game and <laughs> either way, I could be the grumpiest man on the planet, or I could be salubrious with uh, with alcohol at that stage. Um, Paddy, a great question here from Tim Hurley. Great question here, and and I'd like your opinion on it. Um, are you happy with just two new players heading into pre the, into the preseason going to America, or were you expecting more? I did expect more. I expected the bulk of our business to be done by the time they leave on Wednesday. I think it is they go. Um, tomorrow. Wednesday, tomorrow. Or th- Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it is. 
But, but we have to we have to put in the but here. Um, people need to be a little bit uh, relaxed about this because bear in mind that we do need to shift on a couple of the players that are in there before we can go balls deep into this transfer window. I do envisage there will be more signings. I 100% think there'll be more signings. I think if there's an option to get the signing of Diaby over the line before they go to America, it'll be done. But if it doesn't, I don't think he'll lose any sleep over it either. I think he knows what he wants. I think he knows what targets are gettable. And I think we'll see... One, like the, the trip to America is only just over a week, so um, I'm not overly concerned about that. And we've another couple, of, decent couple of fixtures to bre- to blood people in there when they come back as well. So I did expect it to be done, yes. But when you're looking around that squad, I think we counted eight or nine players that we thought might be shifted on when we did our uh, stay or go podcast. So if you want to go back and have a look at that, <laughs> I've forgotten which ones are there. But uh, you know. Things like um, thing I I expected Sanson to be gone. I expected Nakamba to be gone. I expected a couple of others to be gone. It just hasn't worked out that way for whatever reason. The transfer wheel has been greased at the weekend by Arsenal. I think that will start the little bit of a merry old ground around the um around the Premier League, um just because yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like to be looking for a, a holding midfielder right now. I'd like well, to be selling you. one, put it that way. I, I wouldn't like to thankfully, we don't need one. And hopefully somebody will, will, will come in and see something in Nakamba. Don't get me wrong. I, I've, I've always liked Nakamba. He's just not up to the level that we need to be at now at this stage. And I think that's what ultimately led to, to Ashley Young leaving the club, which we never spoke about too. I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a case of we get someone in here for the future on the wages that Ashley Young would have been on. Which is which was quite a, a decent chunk of change. I was a little bit disappointed that they didn't keep him on as some kind of player coach, but I'm hearing that Ashley Young wanted one more year playing, and we couldn't offer that to them, and that's what it is. So good luck to him. I never warned. I never warmed to him again after him diving against us at Old Trafford, and that's just my warped memory and how it works. I've uh, I've no problem shaking his hand, but it'll still stick in my in my uh, throat that he dived against us at Old Trafford, the same way it sticks in my throat that Jack dived against us this year. Yeah, well, I never warmed to him when he came back. Well, White York did the same good. thing, by the way. I've never uh, forgotten yeah. that either. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um. Couple of people there, Mark. You're off. I forgot completely. Forgot when I popped you up earlier on. You're going to be at the at the at the American Games. I was going to say there that makes it sound like some sort of uh, track meet or something like that. But you're going to be at the at the preseason games in the states, of course, coming from from Pittsburgh. Um, and I hope you have great crack over there, Mark. And I hope uh, I hope the team put on a show for you. Just to answer Tim's question there. I suppose about the am I am I kind of con- not concerned, but was I expecting more players in? I was expecting probably, I was expecting two players, but not a central midfielder and a, def- and a center half. I suppose I, I'm okay. I'm okay with with signing players when we need to sign them. This is a marathon, not a sprint, you know. And um, there's a lot to be said for getting your players in before you go to the United States, but there's also a lot to be said for getting the right players in, regardless of the time that you get them in at and. I know a lot of people are saying, ah, but Jesus, you know, you need to let him bed into the team. Like, we'd all love to see, we'd all love to, to have six new signings this offseason and every single one of them start on the first day of the season. 
but it ain't going to happen. Even if we sign six players, they all won't start the first day of the season. And what, yeah. I, what I'm getting at here is, if we were to go with the same 11 that finished, well, which we can't because, well, we can because Dean is there and he, they, the team that finished, I suppose, if you were to, if you were to, um, to, to, to be planting uh, about it. But the team that, that started the last game of last season, if we were to go out and start that 11, uh, the first game of the season, I don't think I'd be too upset because I know it works. I know it works and I know Unai Emery knows it works. And I know Unai Emery can get a tune out of it. And yes, we can bring the players off the bench. You know, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. But if it did happen, you know, it wouldn't be a team sheet tantrum per se for me. Um, I would be expecting, like, like even at that, I would be expecting him to put faith on quite a lot of the players that we have to hand anyway. Yes, we're not going to have Alex Moreno. We're not going to have Jacob Ramsey for the start of the season. You know, maybe a Tielemans comes in there. Maybe there's a there's a reshake of, of midfield. Uh, maybe McGinn shifts over to the left-hand side. Tielemans comes to the right-hand side um, and, and plays that plays that narrow that narrow uh, position. I, I don't know. But I don't think it's going to be wholesale changes the first day of the season. Now, you know, obviously, you know, in an ideal world and if everything goes goes to plan, you'd love for your players to be in before you go on your three-day, your, your three-game trip um, out for and You'd love to have the TV cameras on them. You'd love to have the excitement around them. Like, you'd love to have the excitement around the 50 million, million uh, pound signing of Amusa Diaby. You'd love to have Sky talking about him. You'd love to have CBS talking about him. You'd love to have Peacock talking about him. TN, whoever, whatever TV channels are covering over there, the first thing they're going to go to is the big money, flashy light signing. That's what they're going to go to. That would be great for the club over there. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. We all, they're going to talk about the big players we have in there already. They're going to talk about the Pau Torreses. They're going to talk about Martinez is going to be like... Martinez will be treated like a royal king over there, I would imagine. He will. Yep. 100%. Because, because he's going to be Spanish-speaking. When they go to Florida, they're going to be catering to... When they go to Orlando, they're going to be catering to a big, big Spanish-speaking community there as well. Everybody's going to know, because the World Cup has just happened, about the Argenti about Argentina. His save is iconic. He is going to be fired out in front of every single TV camera over in the United States. So I think from that point of view, I think from this... The, the, the reason why I'd like them there is to sell the club. I'm not too disappointed if they're not there from a gelling point of view, because the league is long enough to be able to do that. Is it would it be ideal to have him? Yes, but am I concerned over it? I presume I'm not. Sorry, I I don't presume I'm not. I know I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think there's any there's any need to be. Uh, we I think everybody in the comments would agree that they would love to see the business done. But even at that, you'd still have people looking for more at the end of the window. So let's just let's just let let the the management team work their magic and and the the scouting team and I've no doubt there'll be more coming in but I know for a fact we need to shift players on we all know that there's there's not there's some players there that are just not going to cut it at this level so we're going to have to free up um some of the budgets in order to get more in so obviously there is some money there and we 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 were obviously short of that full 25 complement, so we can do that, but in order to bring in more now, and, and don't get me wrong, we've already strengthened the team and strengthened it well by bringing in two really good players, two really good international players that have done it at, at international level, um, you know, for for both of their countries. They've, they, we've, we've got Pau Torres, who's won multiple trophies as well. So 
Um, absolutely nothing to worry about so far. You you talk about that last game we played. I, I have no doubt that we are actually stronger now than what we were then. So it's just we just got to play the, the the slow the the long ball, let's say, and uh, try and try and shift out some of the the players that are there. You know, I see Gaz is mentioning Keenan Davis and Wesley. Yes, that's two. Nakamba. I don't think anybody rates Sanson after three managers uh, not giving him the opportunities that he. Uh, would have expected here as well. So there's there's a there's a couple more in there as well that we 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 spoke about in that podcast. So let's just uh, let's just wait and see what happens. Paddy, um, going back to Musa Diaby there, Chad and Villa Forever podcast. If you aren't watch, if, if you don't know Chad, you got to get to know him. You got to watch his podcast and um, watch all of Villa podcasts. Or like content is 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 coming out people's ears at the moment, and and we should be happy about this. We should be happy about where Villa are at the moment, and you know the future under Unai Emery, um, for sure. But Chad says here, if we sign Diaby, would you like to see him play, see him play in the opposite wing position? Uh, with Bailey, I presume that's the opposite wing position too, Bailey. So would you would you like to see us play maybe two wingers? Could you ever envisage a situation where Una Emery plays with two wingers, Paddy? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No details. I think we have to be open to any suggestion that he could he, he mixes things up this year, especially, especially if he brings in uh, a couple more players of, of that ilk. Because he's going to have to keep them happy, so he's going to, he's going to have to mix up the, the the let's just say the formation for whoever the op- opposition is, be it on European level or be it be it in the Premier League. Um, if if we get through this qualifying, which I fully expect us to, that we we will need to be shifting people around and giving people the rest that they need in order to prioritize. Should we win a match in Estonia on a Thursday night? by five or six or should we win it by one or two in order to go and beat say Chelsea on a Sunday I know where my priorities would lie with that one Um, I would have every faith that we would have a good enough team to go and win the game on the Thursday night and to put out our best team against whatever the top seed is in that in, in that league so there's going to be a place for everybody there's like I had a guy talk to me today about the, the likes of uh having utility players and in that utility player he was talking about the likes of Callum Chambers who may stay around the team because of his versatility and where he can play especially at the European level and having a little bit of uh, a little bit of experience in that in the past with Arsenal so um, you know there's a lot to think about there's a lot for Unai Emery to think about I would imagine his head is absolutely melted at the moment trying to decide what he's going to do with some of them players but I think that's a better a better place to be than be going into a potential European run with 
a very light squad, which we don't have. So mm. we finished the, we finished the league very strong with what we have, and and we've strengthened with two world class players. So I'm not overly worried just yet. Martin Leonard, you guys will know Martin from the Villa Park podcast as well. Once again, as I say, all the podcasts out there, watch them all. They're all fantastic. And start up your own as well if you're thinking about it. Why not? That's all I fucking talk about. Esther. There's room for everybody. There's room for absolutely everybody is right. Martin asks, quick, quick, start again. quick question, lads. Do you think we'll get a left and a right back? I'm hearing Dina up for sale. Um, John Townley came out during the week and said that Dina isn't up for sale. What do you think, Paddy? I I can't see a sale in Dina and going in with. I would be surprised if we sold him. It could be a deadline day sale. Put it that way. That's the only way I see him going. Deadline day, one of these ones that flashes up on the screen and says, "I was going to say Roma. I don't know why, but Roma are interested in Luca Dean, and they want to spend fifteen, fourteen million on him." Um, well, remember, we still we still have we still have an injured Alex Moreno, and we don't know how he's going to be. That's exactly so, why. For that reason alone, I don't think Dina is is a priority to shift out of the building. I think I think the worry with everybody is his reported wages, and getting that off the wage bill would be probably a priority if if people if that's what people are thinking. Um, but for me, I'm more than happy for him to be there because he's a really good player. What my my thought in it as well is. If the wages are going to be hard to shift, fine. Keep him. Do you know why? Yeah, yeah. Because he's good. Because he's good. We have a lot of other players that aren't good, that aren't (laughs) decent enough wages, and that we can't shift. A couple of people, I can't find it here. Uh, A couple of people talking about Bertie. Hands up. Bertie fan. Always have been, you know. Just does that weird thing that we never see. That goal against Leicester, that goal against West Brom. You know, we don't have other players in the team that can do things like that. And that's quite cool as well. Is he the all-around player? No. Is he frustrating as hell? That's probably why my beard is com- going completely grey. He likes his stuff that Bertie does. But Bertie has a slight injury at the moment. It's nothing major from what, what we know. But uh, he was in talks with Turkish team. Uh, that's the one I just popped up there. Paddy, I yeah, think. I just put it up again because he, he, left, he left out just a little bit. He, he asked a left and right back. I fully expect us to sign a right back, yes. Yeah, I think Thomas Munier piece is... I think there was more to that than met the eye and, and no ITK here. Uh, I just think there was more to that than met, meets the eye. Some, it's not some signers just make sense, don't they? You know, when, yeah, you, when you look. It's not, it's, and it's not a priority piece, I think, for us. You know, I think somebody to come mm. in and cover eight, nine hundred, maybe a thousand minutes over the course of the season. I think yeah. It just makes sense. But with Bertie, I think he's in he's in talks with a, um, a Turkish team. I think a Turkish team that got promoted, if I'm right in saying. Um, I can't remember what their name is. I think it's Sam Spoor. If I remember rightly, that'll test my memory. This could be my Rain Man moment. Is it Sam Spoor? Um, I think is what they were called. Uh, that he was linked with them, and uh, I I can see Bertie be moved on. I I can see. Will we get a massive? We get a King's ransom back for him? No, 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 no. I don't think we will. Will we get a King's ransom for Sanson? No. But can I see him be moved? Absolutely. I there is this French club that will will bring in Morgan Sanson for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I think. Uh, look, like like get, getting wages after after the bill is, is is worth more to us than getting transfer uh, transfer money back because of amortization all this kind of crack. You know, it just it's still it's still an accountable asset, I suppose. If you sell a player mid contract uh, based on what their what their future earnings would be and writing that off 
against their um their, their proposed cost to the club as well. So from an accounting point of view, it's uh it's still a positive. Um, so I'm told. Uh, I had one more question for you, for, for you, Paddy. Um, are you concerned about the backup goalkeeper? About us not signing another backup goalkeeper? To be honest with you, I'm not. Um, because we're going to hold on to Olsen until we buy someone else, and then we'll probably get rid of Olsen. I don't think it's a case of getting rid of Olsen. And to be honest with you, I, so. I fully expect us if we don't buy another goalkeeper to go into next season with Robin Olsen. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with it because, um. I, I think the only reason we've got to worry about any any long term appearances from for for Olsen is if Emmy Martinez was touch wood to pick up a, a an interview an injury. Um, I I do envisage that he would want a couple of games in in uh, Europa Conference League group stages with a backup goalkeeper playing. So that might entice somebody who's at the back end of his career to to come. And and play for Aston Villa and get and get a run of games like that. It might it might it might be just what somebody wants. It, it might be just what Olsen needs. I I'm not overly concerned about that because we've got one of the best goalkeepers in the world, if not the best goalkeeper in the world, in my opinion, in there. So uh, and we've spoken about it before. He's yes, he's 30 years of age, but very little in the tank with regards to high yeah. pressure situations and stuff like that and and match time obviously he trains every day but there's no reason why Emmy Martinez couldn't play for another 10 years I have no doubt in my mind that he could Paddy don't threaten me with a good time don't threaten me with a good time as long as you play past <laughs> the villain that is uh, yeah. Bog the villain asked you um, and, and kind of going back to what we mentioned there about wages about our wage structure are you worried that having players in inflated wages that's why they're hard to sell uh, is it is it wise to have a left back allegedly on uh, 150k a week we leave the last part out and I'm going to talk about the first part because we've, we've kind of covered the last part with, with, with Dina I, I'm going to ask a question back to the back to the chat room do we honestly think West Ham don't have players on massively inflated wages. Outside of outside of Declan Rice, do West Ham sell brilliantly? I I put us up. I I put ourselves away. Like whenever I ask myself this question, or whenever this question gets asked, outside of the top six and Brighton, Southampton of maybe ten years ago, teams in the Premier League don't sell brilliantly. They're a loss maker on a transfer on, tra- on transfer fees and a la- and a lead maker on amortization of contracts. I'm I've nothing to back that up, nothing to back that up other than other than perception. But if Kieran Maguire from the Price of Football podcast was here, he would be able to pull out the statistics, and I'd be surprised if I was wrong on that one. It just doesn't seem like we've got brilliant. We'll have clubs to go through maybe a year or two of having great sales. Mm-hmm. And they might go, oh, Jesus, they got 40 million for this person. They got 50 million for this person. We got 100 million for Jack Grealish. That's money in the bank for us, 100% profit, no no need of anything, and massive amortization on his contract because he'd signed a brand new contract the year before. So, from that accounting point of view. So, while Bollock, I'm, I'm not criticizing you, don't get me wrong. This isn't a go, a go through or anything like that. My mind always goes to it's like Aston Villa have the worst wage structure in, in, in the league. So, if you were to just look at Twitter and see it, that's what you'd think. But West Ham's wages must be in tatters as well, from that point of view. And do they sell as as well as we do? I'm not sure they do. And they've bought a lot more players worth over, like well, I won't say a lot more, but like think of it, they bought Skamaka, um, they've bought Paqueta, 
You know, they've spent more money and they're bigger, bigger named players than we have on ours so far. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, they got Europe. Yes, they've finished higher in the league last couple of seasons. But I think, you know, where we are at the moment in West Ham are probably vying, I think, from a financial point of view. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be yeah. Wrong. And look, it, it, am I wrong? It, I, I don't think you're wrong, no, but uh, like we, we do know that Luca Dean is on big wages. We know that Felipe Coutinho is on big wages. Yeah. Um, there's a number of other players there whose wages we could do without that just are not going to play in this team. So that's what I mean. There's a, there's a whole lot of balls that need to move around the court before we can start diving in and, and, and spending like uh, sailors, let's say. But look, I've, I've no doubt the, the, the checkbook will be opened regardless what happens, but we do need to ship players out either on loan in the case of Wesley, uh, Courtney House, um, Keenan yeah. Davis, all, the, all, the, all these players on uh, on on one year left on their contract. They'd be more than happy, I would imagine. But they'd love to get a three or four million for them. If that doesn't transpire, there's no reason why they wouldn't send them out on loan. Once, once somebody is paying all their wages, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, Gaz, Gaz says Kamara and Tillman's on big wages, and they're likely going to be starters for us. I think what the what the question was is people not starting for us, and there's a it's a valid question. Don't get me wrong. The you know if if Moreno comes back and Dina's stuck in the bench, like the, when I talk about Dina being sold, like there, we have no incentive to send him right now unless our socks get blown off with a, with an offer. We don't have an incentive to to sell him right now. That's why I think it could be a deadline day signing. That way, Moreno will be closer to coming back, um, and and we, you know, we we'll be able to weigh up our options. I suppose from that mm. point out. there will be contingency there as well. Um, Coutinho, fair point that people make on him hasn't lived up these hundred and seventy seventy or whatever it is per week wages. Um, if a club comes in for him with a decent offer, I think we can all agree that he is he's uh, he's gone. Um, Kamara and Tillemans, they're with us for the next three years, regardless, you know, and they're they're of the caliber players that I think we'll see we'll see a return on those. Like when I think of the likes of West Ham, when I talk about West Ham, like Pablo, if like Pablo Fornals is on a decent whack of cash, you know, at West Ham. Um, Said Ben Rama is on a decent whack of cash at at, at West Ham. You know, and that, that's kind of what I'm getting at there, that they have uh, their centre-halves. All their centre-halves are on a decent decent wedge, I would imagine. You know, because they've been brought in, they've been carefully curated, they've been brought in for big money. The Moroccan lad whose name escapes me, the um, guy they signed from PSG, uh, Carer, uh, is, is on a decent wedge. All good players, all really well-scouted good players that are in there. Mm-hmm. They're not coming here to play for 30 grand a week, like. You know, so I think because we know we've got one or two, we've got maybe two, maybe three massive outliers that don't get a lot of game time. I think that that, that weighs heavily on our minds. Um, whereas uh, I, I would imagine, and, and like Skamaka's on the bench, Skamaka ain't playing for 30 grand a week. He costs 50 million. Skamaka is probably on. Like, he, he was one of the best Italian talents in the striking department, and he could very well easily come good next season, but he's going to be on a wedge. I just picked West Ham off the top of my head, really, and I think I've picked a pretty good example of a team that yeah. have uh, probably the same kind of um, wage structures ourselves uh, from that point of view. But um, sustained sustained success is going to allow us to to um, not really worry about things like that. And 100k for our 70, 80, 90, 100k for a player, I hope becomes the norm. 
because that means we're going to be successful. And that means we've been successful, should I say. Um, anything else, Paddy, you want to go through before I hit the end broadcast button? Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very surprised we spoke for 42, 42, 41 minutes or whatever it is already, and we've 200 and odd people in there. So uh, if you're in there, please hit the like like button for nothing else, only uh, to keep put a smile on our face at how many people have liked the video. So uh, do, do uh, like and subscribe, as we say. And uh, now I'm doing your job for you, Neil. You keep going. <laughs> yeah, like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Cost you nothing, cost you nothing. It's free, like and subscribe. Um, <laughs> I'm brutal at that stuff. And also, as I mentioned below on the bottom there, um, Jim Plus Coffee, I just haven't gotten around. We're going to, I'm going to do a little standalone video just on that company themselves. They're fantastic. They really are. They're great, reputable, um, conscientious uh, company, Irish company, sportswear company. And as I say, they supply gear to the Aston Villa women's team. And as far as I know, I think we're the only, uh, we're the only crowd that are, uh, are, um, affiliated with Jim Plus Coffee. They're a huge brand over here in Ireland. And I know that they're getting cracking over in the, over in the UK as well. Um, but uh, And also the Sports uh, Social Podcast Network as well. Um, as I've said before, after you're finished listening to this podcast, and if there's any other sports that you're interested in, pop on there. You'll see there's a repository of, spo of sporting podcasts there. And um, they've been really good to us. And um, yeah, as I say, you know, if you guys want to just browse through their catalogue, see if there's any other sporting podcasts you like there and give them a listen. Uh, we'd really appreciate that as well, just to just to give them a help out because they've been really good to us and teaching us how to do stuff to, with podcasts and stuff like that. You wouldn't think it that we've been taught anything, Paddy, would you? And it wouldn't give no. any tips and tricks. No. There was um, David Scott did send us a... David Scott? Did he, he did she go through with the marriage, David? Did she show she did. up? She did. He's <laughs> just back for his honeymoon, I think. Um. He asked us a question on Twitter. He said, I see Joe Felix or Felix. Oh, or great question. Him. Yes, I meant to bring that up. Joe yeah. Felix. The Joe Felix rumors, I've never really gotten on board with. I always see him. I do see him in a kind of a claret and a kind of a blue jersey. I've always felt this is a move to get to PSG. I just don't know why he comes out today spouting stuff about Barca. I just think mm. he's got PSG written all over him, Paddy. And I, always, I have... Since he left Chelsea, what, what do you think yourself? I, I can't see him in our beloved Claret and Blue. In the I'm, I'm not really bothered. It wasn't. It, he wasn't the player that ever that ever really set my heart on fire and said I'd love to see him play for Aston Villa. So, for that reason alone, I never really bought into it. Um, I saw a lot of people buying into it. So he obviously has something to offer. But for me, he I, from what I've seen him play both at international and with uh, with Chelsea. He didn't exactly bring me with any confidence. I, I look. There's a definite player there. Like you, you know. How would I put this? Atletico didn't make that much of a mistake. It's uh, buying him for hundred million. I think they bought it once again. Okay, I'm going to reopen an old wound here. It's one of the reasons why I want. I don't. Uh, why I'm reluctant to pay 60, 70 million or fifty million uh, for Brennan Johnson. I bet you Atletico Madrid would have liked to have seen another season of Joe Felix. But they had to do it then. They had to buy him then because they knew he had potential. Was he a £100 million player? No. Was he maybe a £50, £60 million player? Probably, yes, he was at that age. Mm. But they had to pay the £100 million because they had to get in ahead of other teams. They had lost, um, they had lost players. They had lost strikers uh, and, and attacking players. They had lost Griezmann. Um, you know, and Villa, while well, Villa haven't lost players, we're in that position at the moment as well that, you know, 
it's not a slight on Brennan Johnson's um, ability. I'll keep on saying this because I can guarantee you, Paddy, after this podcast goes out, there will be six to ten messages either agreeing with my take on Brennan Johnson or disagreeing with it on it. And that's fine. And I want that. And that's cool. This is what this is about. Discourse, as I've always said, I'm not trying to convince anybody of whether, whether a player is good or not. Um, no. But my big and, thing and, is that we're in a position where if we think that Brennan Johnson is going to be good in two years' time, we have to pony up now. We can't wait because if he's a, if he's a great six months, while his fee may not change, just other teams are going to jump in. And we're not in a position where we can't get leapfrogged by the, by a Spurs or by a, even teams that we finished ahead of last season will still leapfrog us because... Yeah. Of the the I suppose the consistency they've had over the last ten to twelve years, and we've we've had this conversation. I think we both agreed on on Brennan Johnson, and I think you were a bit surprised that I felt the same way. But it for me, I just think the figure that's been touted out there for him is too much for a potential player. I think at this stage of our redevelopment, we need proven players in there, or else pay less for unproven players that we're taking a risk with. But I just can't see us taking that big of a risk on a player that might be might set the world on fire, on fire in two years. And I think he will. As I say, I think Brennan Johnson will be an absolutely... Like, Brennan Johnson and Jared Bourne, and, and he, could be, he could be next Jared Bourne, he could be next Harry Barnes, he could be next Jamie Vardy. That's, there's, there's no question in that, that there's a talent here. It's going to be need to be nurtured at whatever club he goes to, for sure, because he is raw on a lot of elements. And I think I think even his most fervent fan will admit that. And that's fine. That's not a criticism. That's just that's just an observation. But as I say, the big thing is that Aston Villa will have to pony up the money for him now because if he continues his form in six months' time, they'll, they'll get gazumped. And am I comfortable... My, my biggest my, my biggest thing about it is I want to see that next six months to see if he can do it for another six to eight months. But I know that Aston Villa don't have that luxury. That's always been my biggest biggest thing with the Brennan Johnson transfer. And it's always been. Um, it's not his talent. It's not what he potentially could become. Um, it's literally just, you know, some players you just want to see see them do it again, you know. Um, and uh, And I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will do it again. Paddy, I think we're going to leave it at that. That's 47 minutes. Uh, thank you so much to everybody. We had Bones and nearly 300 people watching there at one stage. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Love you guys. Every single one of you. Um, it's great to come back here. I literally got out of the car, ran into the into the podcast boudoir and started this podcast. I've been traveling for... I was up at 5 to 5 this morning <laughs> to hop into a car to get traveling. So... Uh, 
you know, what am I on now? So that's that. That's coming up on nearly 18 hours of uh, of, of being awake. Um, and I wouldn't like to end it any other way than I did tonight, speaking to you guys and speaking to you, Paddy. Great to have you back, Paddy. Sometimes talking into the abyss makes you makes me seem a bit senile, but uh, I'm great. I'm glad to have you back. Uh, and I can trust. Sometimes I'm in the headspace that you are talking into the abyss, but oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but still, 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 it's, uh, I'm glad to have you back. And we are going hell for leather now for the rest of the the off season, as I say. Um, the the game on Sunday uh, that that we play against Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia Sunday, is it? Uh, Newcastle in in Philadelphia. New, yeah. yeah, Newcastle is the Philadelphia game. I mean, yes, Newcastle in Philadelphia. That was the one we were supposed to be going to, Paddy. Mm. Kind of, I get to see another famous team in green, not Philadelphia, <laughs> you know, but I get to go ahead, I get to see another famous team in green. Spoiler alert, Limerick are in green for those who don't know. Over there is my sign, the Mick Jersey for those of you who do know. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll do something. We'll do Team She Tantrum uh, before that. Uh, Paddy, you might need to. Paddy, are you actually going to be awake and able to do stuff? Are you going to watch the game, actually? I should have asked you because I'll be doing this on my phone um, from somewhere in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> I had this conversation with you when I was on holidays when, when I watched one of the Hurling matches and I said to you, I woke up the next morning I sent you a message saying I have the greatest of respect for the likes of Connor in Brazil and Mark Holmes yeah. in Australia that do this on a weekly Just basis because I yeah. was shattered. So by the end of next week, I will have stayed up till half two or three in the morning watching three Villa games. Of course I will, 100%. You can drive the bus, so while I talk absolute nonsense. While you're uh, on the bus. <laughs> while yeah, I probably will be on. Uh, I'll be on the bus to watch the game anyway. I don't know whether I'll be on the bus yeah. to, um, to, to do this, but uh, I will definitely have a few libations anyway on, on board at that stage. And, Great uh, stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I will have the big red head of a man, hopefully. Fingers crossed. If Limerick win, I'll have the big red head of a man who's been celebrating anyway, that's for sure. Um, but anyway, we'll catch you guys on Sunday. We'll catch you guys before. God, there's loads of days left. Um, anything breaks, we'll be chatting to you guys anyway. I'll jump back on. Um, I think there's going to be good news this week about something. I think they're going to they're going to jet off to the States. And, uh, uh, you know, there's still time. To, to to get to get stuff done probably not before they jet off should I say but it'll be interesting to see who goes to the states uh, from the extended squad and exactly. uh, look we'll enjoy those games anyway and uh, at the end of the day I think the first two games will probably be pedestrian enough in some ways um, and I think the dude and I won't show his hand until the last game um, in DC isn't it DC in DC in, uh, yeah yeah, I think that, and yeah. and uh, and and then we'll ramp up then for Lazio and, and Valencia then when we come back. So, uh, catch you again during the rest of the week, everybody. Um, I hope you all stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa, up the villa. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.